It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, it is a new edition of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Coming up in today's show, you'll hear from head coach Ron Rivera. His entire press conference with reporters via Zoom and WashingtonFootball.com coming up shortly. As well, a new broadcast team for the radio for the Washington football team. Details on that in just a sec. This is the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm your host again, Chris Russell. Um, Appreciate you being with us. As always, you can hit me up at Russellmania09 at gmail.com. That's Russellmania09 at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, Russellmania621 at Russellmania621. 621 is my Twitter, and of course, the Twitter for the podcast, we've changed it. Yes, we have. It is at Locked WFT Pod, at Locked WFT, standing for Washington football team, of course, Pod, at Locked WFT pot and away we go all right let's get to this new broadcast team we already knew julie donaldson was going to be in the broadcast booth Uh, today the team announced that bram weinstein is going to be uh the new play-by-play voice and d'angelo hall will be joining them in the broadcast booth as the analyst now it's kind of interesting because the team when they made the announcement and i you know i don't know the reason for this. They just, you know, the headline is announce additions of D'Angelo Hall and Bram Weinstein. And then a subheading Hall and Weinstein are the first new hires for senior vice president of media and content, Julie Donaldson. Um, And then it leads off with that they've hired, you know, D'Angelo Hall, longtime 10 year Washington defensive back, native Virginian. 
and longtime franchise fan and sports broadcasting veteran Bram Weinstein will join the Washington media team. The two will work with Julie Donaldson, three-person booth, three uh, teams game day radio broadcast, take part in various parts of the team's weekly television broadcast programming uh, with specifics coming up. Now, it doesn't say in the press release that Bram is the play-by-play voice, but later on in this particular same press release, he said, quote, since 1979, only two people have had the privilege of holding the position of play-by-play voice of the Washington football team. With that in mind and knowing what this team means to our community, I am humbled and honored to be given this opportunity. This is the fulfillment of a dream. Um, And then they both paid homage D'Angelo and Bram uh, to Julie and kind of the way that they're going. Uh, I have zero idea what they mean uh, in the promotional type stuff that they have distributed about, you know, a fresh new, uh, I mean, other than they hired a guy in Bram who, again, is, is a very accomplished broadcaster, but to my knowledge, and I could be missing something, but I talked to somebody, uh, they didn't know of any play-by-play experience either. So I'm not aware of any play-by-play experience, but obviously when you are a sports center anchor for seven or eight years or whatever it was, and you covered the Redskins back before then, uh, and you've been back in this market with two different radio stations and two different radio shows, uh, and, you know, you're kind of, you know, respected by the, I guess, the organization, and you're not really controversial. Um, you know, I, listen, I, I've rubbed people the wrong way there, okay, because they don't like, uh, they don't like strong opinions. You know, they want opinions, but they don't like strong opinions, right, uh, or at least over the years. They didn't like criticism, um, like heavy criticism. And there was plenty of reason to heavily criticize. So I've rubbed a lot of people wrong there. You know, Bram, to my knowledge, doesn't really do that. Now, that doesn't, I mean, everybody's style is a little bit different, right? Uh, You know, everybody's style is a little bit different. And, you know, I certainly wish I would have been able to bite my tongue on some things. uh, But when you're living this life every day, and seeing what goes on and knowing what goes on and knowing the turmoil and the dysfunction, it's really, 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 really hard to constantly bite your tongue when you're constantly asked to opinionize and opine on it. Trust me, you're better off not doing what I've done in the past and what I, from time to time, still do, which is be blunt and really honest, overly honest, Because that only gets you in trouble. Now, the one thing that I would point out, I mean, obviously, D'Angelo's role makes total sense. I don't quite understand the whole idea of let's hire somebody. Again, if if Bram doesn't have the play-by-play experience, you know, that part I don't quite get. Um, and maybe I'm missing something. I'm not aware of anything. I mean, again, ESPN, uh, he's done talk shows, he's been a reporter, but I'm not aware of any beat reporting. Uh, I'm sorry, play-by-play experience. I could be missing something that I don't know about, but whatever. You know, like Grant Paulson, who, you know, is one of my best friends, apparently he was a finalist. I haven't even talked to Grant about it. I mean, obviously, I knew he was very interested in doing it, um, but Grant Paulson was apparently a finalist 
uh, for the position, according to J.P. Finley. Um, and, you know, he's done Arena Football League play-by-play. He's done high school play-by-play. He's done some baseball play-by-play. He's done um, XFL play-by-play for as long as that lasted. You know, so he's done play-by-play, football play-by-play. And, you know, I guess it's good that he – I just don't quite get that whole thing. Um, But, you know, uh, listen – I, I don't I don't know. Maybe they, you know, maybe there was a reason. I'm not sure. I'm still trying to find out. Also, what this kind of means is, you know, Chris Cooley is going to be out of the booth, uh, which I had heard several weeks ago, and multiple sources had told me that. I just couldn't get it really confirmed because I and 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 I didn't think uh, I didn't think it was fair uh, to Cooley. Uh, you know, to, to announce that um, in case something changed or whatever. Uh, but apparently, for whatever reason they have, uh, Cooley was not included in this new booth. And certainly, again, D'Angelo Hall is going to be a very good addition. I don't know what this means for Rick Doc Walker, the former um, hog, you know, extension and longtime analyst and sideline reporter. I don't know what they're going to do in that role. But if you have Julie, Bram, and D'Angelo on the broadcast, you could have a sideline reporter still, certainly. But I just, you know, I would have thought they would have announced that as part of the new team. So I don't want to jump to conclusions, but it probably doesn't feel like Doc is going to be involved in that. And, you know, the way the press release is kind of written is the first new hires, meaning there's going to be more, is the way I would take it. I could be wrong, but there could be more. So, and I don't know what this means for D'Angelo at NFL Network. I know Deion Sanders is leaving NFL Network. Uh, I'm not sure if D'Angelo is going to be able to have still a Saturday role. I'm not sure if they're doing road games uh, at the road stadium or if they're doing it like baseball is doing it and hockey from a studio. That I'm not sure of either. Uh, so it'll be very interesting uh, to see what happens uh, with this new broadcast booth. All right. So that is the big news from Tuesday. Ron Rivera spoke as well. On Monday, you will hear that entire conversation, including my question. Next, right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. This is David Harrison of the Locked on Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, I'm Chris Russell back on the Washington football team podcast. Ron Rivera, head coach of the Washington football team speaking with reporters as camp will transition from phase one into phase two helmets on later on this week media out there no pads just yet you're gonna have to wait uh, some time for that Uh, everything's still getting settled but we're starting to ramp up 
Ron Rivera. Now, just want to open this up by saying, uh, you know, on Friday I, I made a uh, made a decision that I believe was in the best interest of this uh, of this organization, uh, our players, and our our fans going forward. Um, very difficult decision, you know. Anytime you have to um, release a uh, very talented young football player, uh, it's always a tough decision. But this type of circumstances, this type of situation, uh, we take those those allegations very very seriously, and you know we had to make the decision going forward. Um, and sometimes it's one of these things that there are processes, there are situations, there are circumstances that you go through. Each situation, each circumstance is, is unique. Uh, each one will be handled and dealt with differently um, to what we believe is best for the organization going forward. And that's probably the most important thing. Um, I talked to the players yesterday, basically told them that, uh, that I had made a decision that I believe was in the best interest of our organization. And if it was the right decision, uh, we will benefit from it. And if it's not, uh, it will be on me. I will take full responsibility as we go forward uh, to try and make sure we, we do things the right way. And uh, we'll go from there. So with that, I'm going to open it up. Hey, Ron, Sam Fortier with the Washington Post. I was wondering if you could kind of take us through, uh, you know, when you first found out about uh, Darius's situation and, and kind of your timeline through your process of well, ultimately um, making that decision. Sam, I really want to get, get into that just because of the fact that the statement that we put out uh, really details what we did for the most part. And so, um, you know, I don't want to get back into, uh, into a situation, circumstances. And I said, though, each situation is unique, and each situation will be, we de we will be dealt that way um, as we go forward. And could you kind of uh, tell us about the decision to activate Ruben yesterday and kind of what you can expect from him uh, moving forward? Well, the biggest thing about Ruben was uh, in watching him the last eight days, um, not last eight, probably what amounts to about the last nine days, four days on, day off, and then four days on, um, he did extremely well. And the thing you always worry about is the next day, how does he feel? How has his body reacted to, to, to the amount of work he, he did? And he really had no issues. And each day he seemed to get stronger and stronger and more and more confident. Uh, so we activated him yesterday, had an opportunity to watch him, and he moved around very well. We put him in limited action to kind of, kind of ease him back into it. And uh, he'll get more today uh, as we continue to go forward. But uh, yeah, he was prepared and ready to go, and we're pretty excited for Ruben. Thank you. Hey, Ron, John Kime, ESPN. Were there other factors that led into the decision to release Darius, or was it just about these incidents? Um, that's something I, I, I really don't think we should get into. So I'm, I'm just going to move on from that. Okay. And then as far as just, you know, since you've been here, you've had to deal with a lot of things outside of the football field. What's that been like? How has it been difficult? Has it been draining? What's, what's that been like? Um, it, it has been, um, it, it, it's been part of what I have to do. You know, as, as we look at the, the, the entire situation and circumstances of, of trying to, to reestablish who we are as a football team, there are going to be some decisions that, that have to be made that are tough and difficult. There's some things that, you know, we will continue to grow on and improve. And, um, yeah, it, it is hard, but, you know, the thing that I've got to do and the thing that we all have to understand, and I try to tell the players, is that when we, when we decide to do something, when we think about what we're going to do, we have to honestly think, is what I'm about to do truly going to help us? Is it going to benefit us? And how is it going to benefit us? And, and in this situation, in these circumstances, I think, you know, making those decisions to, to, to do what I believe is right, um, I'll continue to do. And at the end of the day, as I said, I'll own those decisions. Um, this is a quick question about the linebacker group. You've talked a little bit about Cole Holcomb possibly playing at the Sam. You've mentioned John Bostic and Sean Deon Hamilton in the middle. But how do you see the will position exactly working out? Or what is your vision for that one? You know, we, we've got a 
good group. I, I really do believe that. I think we've got a good veteran group of guys. To, 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 to really say and start pigeonholing guys into positions right now is, is a little premature, to be honest with you, Reed. We've got to see how all these guys mesh together. Um, you know, we, we, we've moved Thomas Davis around. Uh, we're going to move Ruben around. Um, um, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, who, who recently signed, is another young man we're going to move around and, and, and really see where all these guys fit, where all these pieces fit together. It, it's, it's going to be an interesting battle. I really do believe that just because of what we've seen from these guys. Uh, this is a good young group of players sprinkled in some some crafty veteran guys and it's it's a good group so I'm excited to watch them and see, see and you know what really is going to be the, the best combination and and truthfully the best com- combination may be you may have three different guys starting at at at, 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 at uh, on, on the on the uh, base package two different guys starting on the on the on the on the sub package and you might have another sub package where you have two other guys so th- this might be linebacker by committee because it is a very talented group okay thank you Ron thank you Reed. Hey, Ron, it's J.P. Finley. Um, coincidence or not, it's hard to kind of ignore that Darius Geis gets released on Friday and Ruben Foster gets activated, you know, about 48 hours later. Have you had a conversation with Ruben considering his past? I know you weren't here when he was claimed, but it was a, a really controversial decision yes. back then. And, and just how, how do you reconcile all of that going forward? Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, Ruben was claimed here. Um, and as he went through the process, you know, certain things came out and, and, you know, and he had his, he had his moment, um, to be able to set himself in and, and, and show that he was exonerated, um, for the most part. Uh, And again, you know, it's, it's always a difficult situation when you come through these things, but Ruben and I have talked about some things, some, some specific stuff. I'm not going to get into details, but the one thing that, you know, Ruben has really shown since I've been here is that he is doing things uh, the right way. He's doing things the way that we need him to do. And he's been out, he's been excellent. He really has done a great job in terms of his rehab. He's done a great job in terms of working with our coaches. So I'm excited for the young man's opportunity. You know, here's a guy that uh, needed a change of scenery. And, and I think that may be one of the things that has truly benefited him. And, and who knows, you know, it, it, that's, that, that's what might, might be needed in, in Darius's case is an opportunity to, to, to get a change of scenery. And then just from a strictly football perspective, how, big of a potential asset is Ruben Foster for you? Well, he can be a very big asset just because of his ability to, to make plays, his explosiveness as a football player, his explosive plays that he can make. So, you know, when, when, you, when you have a guy like that, that that has that kind of ability and, and he's back, um, it could be a very good thing. I mean, you look at the Dallas situation, you know, they went through the same thing with their young linebacker uh, having almost the same type of an injury. So, you know, that's what we're hoping for is, is, is an opportunity for Ruben to get back on the field and and prove that he's, he's back and, and that he's the kind of guy that we hope he can be for us. And talking to the players, they, they just talk about how Dwayne has really taken on the leadership role from the quarterback position, has been more assertive, you know, more in command of the team. And I'm curious, you know, I know you were interacting with him through the offseason, what you told him about the importance of that and, and maybe helping him to a position where he felt like he could occupy that role. Well, I think the one thing that I did say to, to, to Dwayne and one of the opportunities that we had when he had come in to first see me was that, you know, being the leader is not just about what you do on the football field, but it's what you do on the off the football field as well. And I, and he's taken that to heart. And he's done a great job. I mean, you know, he's competing. He's doing the things that we need him to do. He's being very professional about the way he's handling himself. Um, and he's and he's really been very thoughtful in terms of his actions. So that's one of the things that's been a, a big plus. It really has and been really pleased with with what we've gotten from. What will we see in a Ron Rivera practice? When are we? <laughs> when we when we come out to see practice, what will we uh, 
what will the, we the, the biggest thing is I want you to see tempo. I want to see see you guys. I want you guys to be able to say, man, they practice fast. Man, they move from one drill to the other. That, to me, that's one of the things that 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 you have to be able to do, and that is pl- play with an up tempo. Well, the only way to do this, you've got to practice with an up tempo. You've got to be able to understand how things have to be done. We're not going to get an opportunity to play any preseason games. So when we practice, we've got to practice faster. We've got to practice quicker. We have to pa- practice at an up tempo every opportunity we get. And that's what I hope you guys see. And, and if you don't, let me know because that's something we need to get corrected because that is really the only way you're going to be able to simulate anything right now as you start leading up to your first regular season game. When it comes to cutting Darius, but then keeping someone like Cody Latimer, who's also you know facing some serious charges from something earlier this summer, what is kind of the difference in those two situations there where you move on from one guy but keep another? Well, the biggest thing is when, when the Cody Latimer situation uh, came out, there were some things that, uh, that still we hadn't, we hadn't known. So what happened was he goes into the, onto the commissioner's exemplist, and so we're now in a position where we're just going to continue to monitor it and see what happens, and we'll go from there with Cody. As I said, and, and again, understand that we will look at each situation, each set of circumstances individually, and we'll go through our process and make our assessments. And then football-wise at running back with Darius gone, you know, Adrian's still there, of course, but it looks like Bryce and Antonio are slated for a lot more work back there. How comfortable are you leaning on two guys who don't have an NFL snap yet and giving them, you know, that much exposure early on? Well, and don't forget Peyton Barber. Um, We feel very good about the group of guys that we have. We really do. We think this is a group of guys that are talented. Um, You know, and again, it was a very difficult decision. Trust me, it really was. I mean, uh, you know, Darius is a, a gifted young football player. And again, it's one of those things where, you know, we're trying to get ready for a season. And one thing that we can't have handle are, are, are situations and circumstances that are beyond our realm. Um, you know, he's going to have to deal with something for a while and his opportunities to get prepared and ready for the season would be limited. So we, you know, we're looking at getting ready for, you know, for in the next five weeks to play our opener. So with those guys, you know, you're going to have guys that are get a lot of opportunities between now and, and, and the opener. And, and we'll get an opportunity to see which guys will be the best ones for us. Logan Thomas was brought off the uh, COVID uh, reserve list. Just wondering what, what, he's, what his status is or how he's kind of doing physically. And what did you kind of learn about dealing with players who may contract um, or who, who, who test positive for COVID because of this uh, situation? Well, the biggest thing we learned is that you, know, you have to go through the process when, when, when guys are testing positive for COVID. You, you've got to be safe, and, and they've, got to, you know, they've got to handle their situation, which, they, which, which Logan did, did a great job of getting himself healthy and ready to roll and following the directions you know, of, our, of our medical staff. Um, as far as Logan's concerned, is, is, you know, we saw a guy that's starting to, to blossom and develop into the tight end position. Got a chance to watch you know, some pretty good tape on him against uh, you know, when he was with Detroit. And we really felt this is a guy that has a skill set that we're looking for to, to be one of our tight ends. You know, we're, we're going to be a, a, a group that, you know, we, we're going to use one tight end, two tight ends, maybe three tight ends, just depending on circumstances, situations. You know, he's a guy that's going to be, in, you know, lining up in the down position, be a guy that's going to be lining up in, in an up position. He's got enough athleticism that, that he can be dynamic. So we're pretty excited about who he is. Um, you know, one thing I always tell people, too, don't forget he's only been playing tight end for a few years because he was a quarterback. So he's got a tremendous understanding and feel for football, uh, especially the offensive side of football. So that's going to help him as he continues to develop into his role as a tight end. All right, head coach Ron Rivera meeting with the media coming up next. You'll hear his answer to my question. That's next on the Locked on Washington football team podcast.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I'm Chris Russell. We finish it up with more of head coach Ron Rivera. And as a separate topic, I know we've asked you over time about a ton of these defensive linemen. I don't know how much we've asked about Montez Sweat. I'm just curious. What you what you see with this guy? See a smile starting to come across your face. So, what what are your thoughts on 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 this player uh, entering his second year? You know, he's a guy that we like when he was coming out in the draft, and and so um, seeing that he's here and got an opportunity to watch him practice the last couple of days, it's pretty exciting. He's, he's a tremendously gifted athlete, um, and and again, going back and watching his tape and just seeing how he was he was growing and developing. Um, you know, I'll be honest, just kind of going back and looking at him from his college tape and remembering him, you know, putting his hand in the ground and how explosive he was off the line of scrimmage and then seeing it again, you know, with his hand in the ground, knowing that this is a guy that I, I think with his ability and, and, and Chase's ability and, 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 you know, that whole group of guys we have, you know, we have the ability to have a, a, a special unit, a, a good solid group of defensive linemen. It's pretty exciting to watch these guys um, practice. And I know it's just practice, but you know, when you, when you start throwing in, you know, Duran and Jonathan and, and Matt and, and, and Tim, you know, and Ryan Kerrigan, the, you know, the Wiley veteran who's, who's really kind of put his arm around Chase, which has really been kind of neat to watch, um, you know, and, and, and Ryan Anderson. I mean, we've got a solid core of guys that, you know, as we're building this unit, um, you just look, you look to the future that could be very bright as a group of guys. You know, they're all going to get opportunities. You know, we're going to roll these guys through. We, we don't want a guy to go in and play 65, 70 snaps a game. You know, we want a guy to, you know, to be fresh and come in and play 25 or 35 snaps. You know, and, and when it really counts, when we really need him, we need him to be explosive and be able to make plays. And, and, and I think, again, as you look at the group, you feel, you feel pretty strong about them right now. And hopefully we can stay healthy as we go through camp and get ready for the regular season. Um, regarding Darius, I know in the team statement it said after learning of the allegations that he was excused from all team activity, were you able to have any sort of back and forth, back and forth with him about the allegations and the charges? The, the biggest thing I'll tell you, Nick, again, in, in the statement, we just talked about the fact that we have conversation with him on Friday morning. And, um, you know, and, and from what we learned later on, we made our decision. For the quarterbacks, how do you plan on divvying the reps with them as practice ramps up? Well, the biggest thing that we've got to do is, is, is not just making sure we divvy up the reps as evenly as possible, but we divvy up who they, who they work against. You know, this could be a very interesting um, challenge for us because of uh, Alex Smith. You know, if, if Alex is, is healthy and, and, and continues to get healthy and we do activate him, you know, he's going to be in the throes of this, com- of this competition. So it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to unfold, I think, very nicely for us as, as a football team because competition is only going to make you better. It's going to push the young guys. Um, as well. So I, I just feel really good about what we're, what we're going to be doing as we start going forward. Um, and it's going to be, it, it'll be a very challenging situation to make sure everybody's reps are, are, are equitable uh, and their competition is the same. Hi, Ron. I just wanted to ask about Alex Smith. Um, you mentioned kind of the way Reuben Foster was reacting after those eight days. Just where is Alex after those eight days? And is his, you mentioned last week how his leg was kind of responding day after day. Is that still happening? Yep. 
Yes, it is. It's still happening. You know, it's a little bit more difficult with um, with Alex because of the specific movements we've got to we've got to continue to watch and see as he continues to get stronger, stronger with them. The only real way he's going to really be able to know is by doing all the drills, and that's one of the things that you know Ryan Vermillion and his staff have been working with Alex is get him the opportunity to do all the specific quarterback drills. Um, and so as he continues to go through them, and we continue to watch and watch, we notice he is getting stronger and stronger. His movements are all coming back. But again, we don't want to put him out on the field. We don't want to expose him until the proper opportunity comes. So again, we're just trying to be smart. We're trying to be very diligent in this situation um, because of Alex's circumstances. And, and he's done everything we've asked. So he's been tremendous right now. And you know, we expect it to continue to, to develop and grow. And you know, when, when the moment is right, uh, you know, at the appropriate time, we'll, we'll make our decision. Thank you. Hey, Ron, good morning. It's uh, Chris Russell from SI.com and 106.7 The Fan. Um, this is more big picture, and, and maybe it's a little early, but there's a lot of talk about college football uh, being either delayed until the spring or canceled altogether. Just kind of curious how, how much thought you put into that and the complications from a football aspect and building a roster and man managing a roster in the future, uh, something like that might bring. Well, you know, it's been interesting because um, Kyle Smith and I have been talking about, you know, what, how he plans to do it. Um, the way he's going to set things up. And, and it's been real interesting in terms of our conversation. Um, you know, he's got a plan. He's got an idea. He's got a couple of ideas of, of the best way to handle it. And now it's just a matter of waiting to see which one's going to unfold. Um, but, you know, they, they've been working on some of the other things that they've been doing right now. They've been doing some of the Zoom calls with the colleges, uh, talking to the, to the folks there about the, their players that they have on their roster right now. So that's one of the things that, that our guys have looked at doing uh, going forward. And uh, we'll see what happens. And, and if it, turns out that you know like like a lot of the other um leagues uh college leagues that is conferences um that they're going to play in the in, in the uh in the uh early spring then it's gonna it's gonna really change some things um and, and who knows uh we'll have to see how it how it's going to affect uh everything that we we do in the off season thank you Ron. all right and that's going to do it for us right here on the washington football team podcast my thanks to ron rivera as well washington football Dot com and the Washington football team public relations staff as well. Tom Brock Plyman at 106.7 The Fan for helping us turn around the audio. As well, coming up in a the next episode, uh, we will have Dwayne Haskins, starting quarterback of the Washington football team. Make sure you stay tuned for that. It's all coming up right here on Locked On WFT. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.